tell y'all how hearing the intro music and in my mind y'all applaud for me because that's what y'all doing um <laughs> how it just it, it brightens me I'm telling y'all it lifts my spirit every week here y'all because I'm gonna get into the intro and then I'm gonna get into just telling y'all how I don't know what's going on but my life is not together right now um and I don't know why that's the thing we're well, we gonna get on into that um in just a bit but <laughs> before we do, welcome or welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. You already know we are always here, always welcoming everybody, okay? Y'all thought I was about to specify people, right? Y'all do understand, and I said this, I think last week, um, that when I give my intro, the fact that the B-Mix is for the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the per- person that does not belong anywhere. The me, the B, that's for everyone, right? That's not, ain't no specific, ain't no hierarchy in that, ain't no title, position, role, occupation, none of that. Y'all, y'all do understand that? Y'all get that? Y'all need your sneakers, fool. You don't, you don't need your camp sneakers. And, nope, she came to here quietly, so I'm going to let her alone, okay? Because it's not my business, apparently. Go ahead, do your thing. Have a good time. I don't know what you need to your camp sneakers and your mirror. Okay. And both mirrors and your tab. Okay. There you go. Be careful now. All right. Easy does it. Okay. See you. She said, see you. See you, mama. Okay. Back into this thing, right? Um, that again, it's for everybody. The B mix is for absolutely everybody. One. So be sure to like, share, comment the show, um, specifically, of course, this show uh, this week, but um, also just the B-Mix in general, as well as Big Souls Radio. Um, like, share, comment, do your thing, pass the word, okay? Because we be doing things here, okay? We, we got some good shows. We here, especially when you go to BigSoulsRadio.com, honey. Honey, okay, get into that B news. <laughs> You're welcome. And it's not just y'all thought I was saying it because it's me. No, it's like B exposed, right? Y'all get it? B exposed radio, B news. Okay, it's fine. I'm gonna stop dragging it out. Um, y'all see, I didn't pick up my calendar, so y'all know what time it is. It is da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> another glimpse into uh, a history of racial injustice brought to you by Equal Justice Initiative. Uh, my calendar. Uh, for the year, obviously, calendar for the year. Anyway, are there other calendars that are not for the whole year? Is that okay? Y'all see where I am today. Just I'm gonna get into it, y'all. Just shh, just shh for me, okay? Shh for me. Um, so our moment um, of a history of racial injustice on this Thursday, July eighth, um, is dated back in 1860. 1860. A half century after Congress banned importation of enslaved people, Cotilda lands in Mobile, Alabama, as last recorded ship carrying enslaved people to dock in U.S. Africans aboard later established Africatown. 
Wow. Okay. Chew on that. <laughs> just we're not gonna not really gonna dive deep there. I think I would um I'd probably be boohooing. Um because I don't know. I think I didn't figure out what's going on with me, y'all, but lately I've just been off. Okay. So again, that is your moment. Um, so shout out to Mobile, Alabama, uh, or furthermore, Africa Town in Mobile, Alabama, um, where the last uh documented <laughs> um slaves docked. Uh it's crazy. Um, but we know there could be more. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's just, it's always the uncertainty for me. That's, if y'all don't realize, when I got issues with something, it'd be the uncertainty for me. But um, again, that's just for me. Um, first of all, let's get some housekeeping out the way. Don't y'all worry about my pimples. Okay. Apparently, I'm going through puberty um, <laughs> at the tender age of 31. Um, yeah. Just don't even worry about that. Okay. I'm glad my wet spots on my on my dress dried because it was some dribbles here where I went to like go I actually every week I always like brush my teeth freshly and do and wash my face. Um wash face makes sense. Why I brush teeth? I don't know. Um <laughs> but yeah I had some dribbles from washing my my face because I was just like oh child oof they're gonna get into that just I got like two like horns in it from a chin. I don't understand. It's from my first chin, not my double one, because that's creeping back. I'm going through things. I'm just really here to ramble on to tell y'all how I'm going through it lately. Um, it's funny, though, because I know, like, if I linger here too long, it'll become like a kind of like an attack, like on my mental health. But so it's I, I think that in this pause, right, in this self-reflection moment for myself, it's that I can admit to myself and even pat myself on the back for like, I guess my healing process to realize that um, I'm able to recognize, you know, it beforehand. Oh, <laughs> hey, Nate, we love Nate here at the Show. Shout out to Nate. Check him out, okay? I know I always mess it up every time. I'm sorry. Forgive me, because why I want to feel like your show is Monday and Friday, but Friday's at 5 p.m. Thank you, Moni. <laughs> I finally had it right in my head, but I was I was lingering because I was scared to say it wrong. So check out the Artist Exchange, okay, with Nate every Friday at 5 p.m. on BaseballsRadio.com. You're welcome. All I'm saying is check it out because the 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 boy, the man, I knew said a boy. Y'all know I say boy and girl all the time, so forgive me. But that man is on to something here. Yeah? Just just saying, okay. If you don't know Nate, you know. You're welcome, y'all. Okay, check it out. Friday's at 5. So tomorrow, be right back here at 5 p.m. On your way home from work, tune in. Okay? Just do yourself a favor. Um, and check him out. Because, baby, them hands are gifted here. Wait till I get a neck. When I get a neck, and baby, and I wear a dramatic ear. Ooh, that earring piece. Ooh. I digress. No, cut it. I ain't no deep. Stop, now. Now, Nate always trying to hype me. I I was just getting into how I'm definitely not right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Um, TMI, because y'all know I'm the TMI queen. Truth be told, I think it is. I think it's my menstrual that should be coming. The purge should be pulling up uh, anytime soon. So wait on her. Moving on. Um, but I think that's like had me because I know for sure I've been like eating crazy, right? But also, um, that my mood, I've been so moody, y'all. Legit was on the phone with my sister earlier, right? Telling her, like, bro, I am, like, when I was sitting there, I was like, I am this mean, angry, bitter, bigoty, bigoty, like, just, just, oh, my, I was disgusted at how tight my nose was, just up in the air. Like, for what? 
And I was humbled because I had, y'all know I have Benji. So my sister Andrea, so I have Benji and her dog, who is my dog. Like I'm I'm his dad, but whatever. Um, so I had him with me, took him to the market. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, he went with he went to the market with me two out of the three times I went. Um, and he humbled me because I couldn't even be all like in my bitter, whatever. Ugh, mood. Like I just wanted to be stuck in my stuff and I just could not be. So shout out to Benji. Um I do wonder though, truthfully, because I've been stalling to say this, that July 8th has always, always been a very significant, a very special day to me, dear to my heart. Um, my closest cousin, I'm sure I shared this with y'all probably last year, because you know, we've been around for a year now. <laughs> um but my closest cousin, Tiffany, Tiffany Fletcher, my baby, okay? Y'all, when I tell you literally the sweetest person you could ever meet, but just so like the well-balanced of sweetest, but down to earth, like just all of that mixed in together. Um, but she she passed um, quite some time ago now, like a little over a decade now. Um, and I mean, literally, like I explained to y'all before, like that my family, like we... um. And almost prince my mother's side of family because my father's side. Um, <laughs> don't know. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. I don't know my dad. That came out wrong. But I might as well not, right? Because I don't know that his side of the family. Okay, moving on. Um, but on my mother's side of the family, of course, the side of the family that I know. So um, we come out looking cousin clusters is the way I'd explain it. And so my cousin cluster um, out of us, because, you know, in any group of like more than two people, then it's going to be somebody that's closer than the others, right? Like you all can, you know, congregate and those are our sisters and all, but she and I were like the closest. Everybody knew that. Um, and it was always so cute because my birthday is March 8th and hers is July 8th. So <sighs> July 8th has always, especially since she's passed, but July 8th always has been literally since as we were a year apart. Um, so my whole life, July 8th has always been a special day to me. Um, and so I wonder if that could have been it too, if I was like triggered because this day was coming up. But um, mind your mental health, y'all. Yeah, yeah, do that. It's actually July, if I'm not mistaken, is minority because I know like it kind of changes. So last month was Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, July, at least last July was, just saying, because um, I haven't seen a lot of it, but July is National uh, Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. So I'm not mad at it, even if, even though it does come off as one of those like, oh, okay, we'll snatch this part of it off and then put this on there and just, I don't care, push it, push mental health awareness, push it, push it, push it, push it because it is literally what we always talk about of like reflection, awareness and all of that recognition, realization, however you have to um, think about it and refer to it or whatever, you know, phase of the process you are in, um, it's it's significant in any facet, right? So mental health, really, we're learning, we're starting to like, mm, yeah, I can give us that. I think that overall, right, as the mission of more awareness of mental health um, is like, it, I think that we're at a place where I can say we're digesting it more. I think that we are able to recognize the need for the conversations about it. So the need for the uncomfortable conversations that we've talked about before, because uncomfortable conversations is a very broad topic. So I think when we talked about that, that was in reference to, we talked about family, family units last month. Um, but 
I mean, absolutely would that come up? It's not just, you know, and that's, I'm not that I'm downplaying it, but when we think of uncomfortable conversations, we're not just talking about the cousin or the sibling that's coming out of the closet. Like that's not the only uncomfortable conversation in a family unit. Okay. Just saying, uh, an, un- an uncomfortable conversation could very well be just in general, my mental health. Hey, y'all, listen, I don't feel myself. I don't feel like myself, something wrong, something off, something different, but I don't know what. Or it, it's the only other foot of the family, you know, kind of coming. I'm going to stay away from using the word intervention because I, I always think of the show and how it just feels wrong a lot of the times, but kind of right. It, it's weird. Um but, you know, it could be, you know, this the family then coming or the concerned, you know, individuals or the support system, you know, coming to the individual of concern, you know, stating that, hey, <laughs> we feel like something could be off. You may not recognize it or see it. Um, and we get that. So that's where that comes in. Um, it's it's literally just like and I still think about intervention because, of course, there's usually dealing with people like an addiction and stuff, but kind of something like that, because um, and we're getting to like what I use as the promo for the show and the topic um, today, which is that people are not entitled to mistreat you. And so it's a couple words that should stick out to you. Um, it's not people. So it tells you who which could be anyone, right? So it's brought for a reason, um, are not. Those are important words too. But entitled is the biggest word out of that whole thing. Entitlement um, and then mistreatment, right? Um, and so when we think about that, that also includes you. Yeah, you're, you're also not entitled to mistreat you either. If y'all wanna touch a little bit on the spiritual side, like you, <clears throat> you're, you're a loner. God loaned your your body, your your flesh to to you, like to your spirit, to your soul. Like he, he loaned you that, but it's not yours. Your life is not your own. So you don't get to mistreat you either. Don't think it's just, oh yeah, as soon as you think of that statement as people aren't entitled to mistreat you, automatically I'm sure anybody would think of, you know, their haters or their enemies or, you know, whomever, like whoever has rise, raised up against you. I get that, but also think about yourself. And I think that it's a different way to um to chew on right <laughs> to chew on or to digest what I was talking about earlier which is like the whole just I think I can say not even community we can go broader and say society I think the society overall on a very low level but nonetheless we're getting there of like digesting again the idea of you know, just mental health and how it is, it's broader than we thought. We used to think like, oh, okay, must mean, you know, one, that you're crazy. Sure. If that's, that, I'm not even gonna say no. Okay. Then everybody's got crazy. Got it. Y'all know my theory. My theory is, and I know we are far away from the R word, so I absolutely do not use it only besides to make this point, um, that, um, I really, my personal theory is that all of us have just a little bit of retardation in us, just a little bit, like something's off somewhere. And where we are unique is that each person's little part of retardation is somewhere different, like some different aspect of their life. Like, now mine actually crosses a couple different categories now I think about it because my slow moments can, it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) But for different people, we different strokes with different folks, like, legit you know some people are just a little slower when it comes to this when it comes to that um and so even so so when we talk about like just mental health as far as what someone needs one we all we know and it doesn't 
I don't know if this is news to anyone, but just how we know that um, we say they say for a relationship, you know, I guess marriage even um, that uh, it takes a lifetime to get to know someone. But we know that doesn't just pertain to, you know, companionships or partnership, like life partnerships. Right. Like, I hope you know that. Okay, I'm gonna let that sizzle out and fizzle out in the atmosphere for a second. Okay, I just I just need y'all to know that. Like, that's not just that. That's that's for everything. So really, that's for all relationships. Let's let's do that. So it takes a lifetime to get to know someone, but we then also know simultaneously that uh, people come to our lives for reasons and seasons. And then again, on the spiritual side, we know that you know it's all about God's timing. So seasons can be defined many different ways. So that's the beauty of life of just kind of going through and figuring that out and kind of seeing that unfold, you know, throughout your lifetime because, ooh, yeah. Um, and so when we think about just getting to know someone, again, not, it never depend uh, or not never mattering, but basically it doesn't matter as far as the role or the position or the title that someone may hold in your life. So from your boss to your mama, to your baby dad, like just, People are people, right? And so um, just as we know that people have their own, you know, individuals, humans, however you have to put that, just to keep it broad, but to be, it's like a, something that's coming to me is like broad specificity, right? So specific broad topics. I don't know how to put it like for y'all to, for it to make sense for y'all, but like to say, like, I like to always remove, um, let's see, I'm trying to think of an example. And of course I cannot at the moment, but, um, there'll be times where, you know, people are talking like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Prime example. So people will try to use like different categories, like, oh, you know, cause kids, 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 children, 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 or, you know, these teenagers or, you know, I don't know the colors, right. The naggers, like just oh, Christians, you know, what, whatever. Right. So different categories, um, of people. And so I always, you know, like to come to the conversation and, you know, broaden that, but it's still in a sense specific because it makes you, and I only throw specific along with broadening it is because it then makes you um, like reverence unique or individuality. So I always like to say, well, again, using the word individuals or humans or, you know, stuff like that, like instead of just, you know, when people like, because kids will do this well, they're people. So they're humans. They're absolutely entitled to make mistakes, but people are absolutely not entitled to mistreat you, right? So it's not saying people aren't allowed. Um, it doesn't, it definitely isn't saying that people will not. Um, it doesn't say that people cannot. It is so strong and so powerful in saying that people are not entitled. Do you know what entitled is? Come on, come on, y'all. Let's let's do something here. Let's do something here. Let's do something right now. Oh, wait a minute. Y'all got me all wrapped up in it. And I did, oh, okay. Y'all, we did nothing last week. And that's all pretty. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. All right. I'm sorry. Um, it said this week. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I want to go repost the show. We did we did some numbers. Can I just I'm humble. I'm sorry. I'm humble. I ain't even. Hold on, y'all. Wait a minute. Let me love it. Let me share it. Come on in this place. Boom. I'm going to hashtag tune in. Okay. One second, y'all. Hold on now. I love how y'all waits for me. And lets me get this done. I love y'all for it. I appreciate you. I mean it. 
I also am going to appreciate it just in case if I poop. Um, <laughs> y'all, I ate McDonald's. Oh, all right, stay focused, Banana, because I'm going to lose what I'm saying. Because it's kind of already gone. I ain't going to lie. I don't know where I was going. But, oh, we was finna define entitlement. Entitled. And I think I got to sneeze. It. Like, what? My allergies kicking. My allergies only kicking lately when it's raining. What is up with that? Anybody else? Okay. All right. Just if you are, let me know. Call y'all know to call into the show, right? Call into the show, text. Let me know if anybody else is sneezing. Okay. Um, only when it's raining. Like allergies and kicking, no other time. Call or text 443-642-9403. Again, 443-642-9403. Thank you. Um, what I say entitled. Let's do entitled. Is it gonna refer me to entitlement? Let's see. Okay. Ooh. 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 We're on definitions today, y'all. I love it. Okay. So according to um, <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary um, and Oxford Languages, um, entitled, okay, I love the uh, the breakdown um, of how they get you to <laughs> understand the pronunciation of it. So it's an adjective defined as believing oneself to be inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. So if you're anything like me, let's look up inherently, okay? That's a big word that, you know, I say big word, but you know what I mean. Um, that's it, y'all. Y'all forgive me. I'm serious. I don't know what's going on. It's only when it's raining outside or trying to rain. Um, let's go to a whole nother tab and define inherently. Okay. Boom. Ooh. Ooh. So, of course, it's an adverb. Defined as in a permanent, essential, or characteristic way. Okay, so boom. So let's go back, right, and read. Excuse me, the definition of entitled because we're going somewhere. Um, entitled. Okay, we're going to insert the definition from inherently to um, entitled. Okay, so I'm a ooh, ooh mother needs glasses. Oh. All right, I got on glasses. Um, that's because I got my tabs low. I got them small so I can see both of them. So y'all calm down because I don't know how to work it to split my screens. I always do it by accident. Isn't that crazy? I can never do it on purpose. That's just like when I'm typing on my phone and it'll it'll pop up something I do that asks if you want to undo or cancel, like undoing your typing. But why I can't never do it when I actually want to do it? Hmm? Why? Why I can't do that? All right. Um, so... Like I said, inserting the definition of inherently into uh, where it's used in the definition of entitled, reading as thus, um, believing oneself to be in a permanent, essential or characteristic way deserving of privileges or special treatment. All right. Because I just I needed to make sure that we were all in one accord when we're talking about entitled, because, again, our topic is people aren't entitled to mistreat you. And I also already gave you uh, be, your B-tip of the week. I should have announced it that way that uh, that includes you. You are not, even you are not allowed or what we say, sorry, let's go back. Even you, okay, your B-tip of this week is even you. Is it aren't, wait a minute, I'm going to get my grammar right. <laughs> so jump off. Oh God. Even you are not, yeah, even you. Oh, even you is not, ooh, ooh, child. Even you ain't say. <laughs> even you, um, you are not. So uh, yeah, let's not use the conjunction there. Even you are not entitled 
to mistreat yourself. Okay. That beat tip of the week is rough, ain't it? That's how rough it's going to be to make sure you check yourself here. So go ahead. Take that as a symbol and as a sign of how hard it's going to be. Because sometimes it's pretty easy. Not even sometimes. We've just come up that way. A lot of us. We've talked about this before in a way of, that's what I was trying to think of earlier, that this is a, in the sense of the part where you are not even allowed or entitled to mistreat yourself, that that's another way of um, where we talked about that uh, in the past that, um, you know, a lot of us, I probably could say all of us in some way, shape or form at some point in time in life have said um, or has said that, uh, you know, oh, I'm my biggest critic. I'm, I'm my biggest critic. I just, ooh. Right, which it, it uh, translates to, I taz myself down. Ooh, child, yes, I do. Every chance I get, I just taz it on down. Because guess what? Guess what? Guess what it doesn't automatically translate to, which it should, but it doesn't. You know, and I'm not even saying I agree with the statement, but um, it, it doesn't automatically translate to, oh, I'm humbled. Oh, I humble myself often, or I embrace being humbled often. It doesn't translate to that automatically for everybody. So the numbers dwindle down as we start off much broad, broader <laughs> um, with, you know, who has said or who thinks this way of, I'm my worst critic, this, that, and the third. Then that we knock off a good amount of numbers down to where it translates to, you know, I uh, well, not even a knock off a lot of numbers, but we knocks down some, I'm sure, to, you know, who who really means, uh, in other words, I beat myself up most of the time. Like, I just tears myself down. Um, and then it dwindles down even more to the original statement of the tra- or translation to the original statement of saying that I'm humbled. I embrace, you know, humility. That math off. That's not how that should go. It should really be uh, an equation. It should equal on both sides the same amount of people to be saying that, um, you know, I'm my worst critic because only going off of the fact that a lot of people say that and feel this way. And this is a shared or common sentiment, um, you know, to oneself. Right. So I'm my worst critic should be equivalent to the same amount of people that feel as though that they that they embrace humility or remain humble. That's not true. How, how that how that scale tip? Hmm? How that how that do like that? Hmm? Okay. All right. I just I just be asking questions. I just be asking. Thanks. I just be asking. That's all I be asking. Um. Shoot. I was supposed to do something else. Um. I suck sometimes, and that's okay to admit that to yourself. Um. Cause that's just what it be sometimes. It it be that. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to send stuff to people. It, it, it doesn't matter. I was supposed to send somebody something so that way they could get it easier, like access the show easier. And I ain't figured out how to do that real quick like that, like to do it right now. So we just gonna leave that alone and do that later. Um. But so when we talk about going back to entitled, right, and then how it even fits into our topics, uh, again, that people aren't entitled to mistreat you. Um, it means, again, that so we say that entitled, it has some like permanency to it. That's that's the part that jumped out to me to the definition from inherently, again, was in a permanent, essential or characteristic way. And I know it said or, but you think about it, some people kind of mix in, they they drinking out of all three pots, ain't they? 
they want to make it permanent or they act because you ever have somebody right, let's stick with mistreat so someone mistreating you and, and I'm thinking any type of scenario right so it could be a, a toxic relationship sure you know toxic dating relationship toxic parental relationship toxic friendship you know all that or it could be you know um a toxic work environment it could be anything and I'm not saying it just has to be toxic but just you know, any place where you felt mistreated, it could have been even a small thing. But I feel like that people decide to mistreat you because it still is a decision. Right. Um, and what if it's personally like an attack on you, per se, because even if we think about if I was mistreated in a McDonald's drive through, you know, when I just went there, um, it's I don't believe unless they recognize me from somewhere or something. But I'm not the person to believe initially that. Um, it's like, okay, so it's me. Like, you know me. It's your attack is on Benia. No, it's it's probably just from a place of, you know, we, again, because we know that people are dealing with their stuff. People, individuals, humans are dealing with their stuff. Um, and so while we always know that the end message is always to just be kind, Jesus, just be kind, y'all. If I could change truthfully if i could change anything in the world it would definitely be to make uh everyone i wouldn't even say a lot more kind because some people could be like so in the red (laughs) of being unkind that being a lot becoming a lot more kind could just bring them slightly in the black um i don't even mean that i just want people to be uh, very kind that's it. If that was just the normal, like, have you ever thought about um, just our world and like how different it could be and see, that's a good way to test yourself, right? To test your peace level, to test your mentality um, in regards to world peace. I know we, you know, a lot of us I'm sure have joked about or enough of us have joked about like, oh, you know, when you watch these pageants, um, they always, you know, got to answer world peace, you know, this world peace, I ain't mad at it because if anybody else get up there the same thing, I'm I'm kind of remember the uh, movie Miss Congeniality. <laughs> she got up there talking about something totally different. It was like, you ain't say world peace, like oh wow, you know. So I'm not mad at them promoting and pushing for that. I just wish it was more genuine, right? Um, so that's another thing I probably change about the world, but it's fine. And just I got a laundry list of things I would absolutely change about this world that some people probably don't. Uh, think about or don't agree with or wouldn't agree with. And that's okay. But um, either way, so have you ever just thought about or imagined, you know, our world or more specifically for you, just your own situation, your own environment, um, your own neighborhood, city, state, country, whatever um, of like, just what it would be like if it, if you had that one thing that you could change, right. That thing that would be different. Um, Just what if, and then imagine that versus I'll tell you that here's a, just a little snippet and like a, I don't know, a, um, what you, when you playing bingo, you're like a free space, right? So a freebie, right? That's the word for a freebie. Um, the freebie to that is like, if initially, you know, your reaction is like, oh, hey, so again, let's go with my scenario. My example of, you know, I would make the world, um, a, no, cause I don't say more kind, very kind. It would just be a lot more and very kind people in this world, right? A lot more of those, um, probably everyone if I could, but anyway. And so 
if that was the case, right? And so you think of that, you just, you know, your thoughts, just randomly, just thinking, um, dreaming, daydreaming, what have you. And so when you think of it, if it makes you like jump back and you're scared or you automatically like dismiss it, you're not so much in a good place, baby. No, no, you should be able to embrace a good change to your environment or to your situation or for yourself. You should be able to embrace it immediately. And I'm saying should. I know, I know we talked about like letting go of that in our vocabulary, but I'm just here to tell you, like you should absolutely be at a place where you can embrace even just the idea of change immediately. Not, you know, oh, I can see that like mm, in some time. No, no, you got you got more work to do then, baby. You know what I mean? Like if you find yourself in one of these uncomfortable conversations, hear me, um, and you are, you know, just pilly paddling, you know, y'all playing spades or Uno or something and y'all not, you know, in between the fussing of the fact that I ain't going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it because I'm really upset. Okay. <laughs> well, my brother and we're here, me and, the, and my brother and the bigs, we went late night, we outside in my backyard. And we play Uno, okay? I'm going I'm to go back to the story, I promise. I mean, to the point. Um, and this is my oldest brother, okay? <laughs> so I, I want to assume that he has played Uno well before, you know, I was even really even thought of. Definitely before I was born, before I was able to. Um, and apparently he says that he has never played. First of all, we couldn't even, mind you, you know, they... He from up here, of course, but that baby been living down south a long time, okay? So the fact that we were calling it something different, I had, he was calling it something different, the kids were calling it something different, and I was calling it pile up, pile on. I can't even remember which one I was calling Um, And we just had the different versions of the rules. Like, if you call colors and numbers, baby, you can pile on and pile up everything. Like, I can run through all the fives because they're all different colors, or if, if it's, you know, numbers. But if it's colors, then, you know, or I can do number lines. So it's numbers, colors, and number line. Like, I can do number line, even though it's different colors. I can do that nine, eight, seven, six, five, like in all different colors. Like I can do that. Y'all got to tell me if I'm wrong now. Definitely calling for that. 443-642-9403. Comment, okay. Text or call 413-642-9403. And let me know about that rule about pylon. Because if you call numbers, colors, and number line, you absolutely can play that. I digress. So as we, as, you know, the colored folks, okay, beautiful uh, hues, right, Um, and, uh, and genres of people that, you know, in between us just, you know, sitting down again for these uncomfortable conversations that, you know, we should be able to visit the idea that in general, that people are dealing with their stuff, right? And then to be able to still have that place um, or or find that place because sometimes it's not created for us. Now, y'all know how I always talk about here at the B-Mix, I really try to open up just a safe haven and create a good space um, where we feel, you know, and I say we, right? Because I I do. (laughs) So I wouldn't dare say, you know, just y'all. No, I do. I open up to y'all. I just told y'all, I think, you know, that my period could become, I don't know. I hope that's just what it is. Like I was thinking, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just crazy. Again, I feel like I'm going through puberty right now. And um, just, just eat, just, oh, just lazy, just whatever. I just, oh, my nap that I woke up from earlier though, Lord, that, that was the giveaway. Like, okay. Period. Must be on her way. She's going to pull up. Cause that little nap I literally fell into moving on. Um, But you know, like I talk about like creating a safe place, a safe haven, 
um, for us, you know, I, of course, I try to create that for everyone to feel that way. I know it takes a lot to want to think like, oh, you know, mm, am I going to call it? Am I going to say this? Like, am I really going to share? I get that. I totally do. And all I can do is continue to share all of my stuff and let y'all know, you know, how I pour out because of that. That's really the goal. That's really what I want to see us, you know, do. Um, and in my opinion, that is the anecdote um, to be able to fight against, you know, where it is we find ourselves in, you know, situations, unfortunately, or in situations where people aren't, I mean, people uh, abuse um, and overutilize and, uh, no, people assume entitlement to mistreat us. And we're learning today, and just as a nice reminder, that people, in fact, are not entitled to mistreat you at all. And again, that includes yourself. Um, and so, of, of course, again, that just for self, we know that comes with self-care and just, again, self-reflection, self-awareness, self-motivation, um, you know, encouraging oneself. Come on, come on, Christ believers. Y'all know what's up. Like, that's what that means. You know, encourage yourself in the Lord. Like, encourage yourself push yourself sometimes when you know you can just have a little talk like come on Benia come on now see I said that all easily baby I said that a lot okay because Benia be needing Benia to talk to her I said it who gonna fight about it who gonna fight no not gonna judge me I said it okay Benia be needing to hear from Benia sometimes and so Benia absolutely talks to Benia (laughs) from time to time okay and I'm okay with that proud of it happy about it Okay, because I know Benia knows Benia. Okay, that's the thing. I think that those are the people that really fight against that. Like, oh my God, remember y'all? Do y'all remember? I love that the at least for me, it feels like that was so long ago of when it was like, oh my God, Ugh, you talk to yourself. Ugh. And I love like now when they people be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what was it like? What do what? Who who finna who who finna check me? If I'm talking to me, who finna check me? Hmm? Oh, okay. Well, just a question to ask out here. Just saying. Like, really, though, because I really be needing, like, expert advice <laughs> and opinions. Like, so I checked with me. Um, but, you don't know, of course, more importantly, like, it's in prayer and meditation and all of that. Like, and I'm really seeking answers and all, like, from the most high. That's who got me. Um, but I love it now. I was about to say this. But of course, it made me think of this show that y'all got me on Manifest. I can't stand y'all for letting me get into this show. By myself. Y'all know I'm all putting on it. Y'all know I done got scared in here a couple times. <laughs> I done had to clear. Okay. It was just last night. Again, I had to make sure I watched a buffer or something. Like, first I thought I did. I started watching um, Kevin Hart's, like, Fatherhood on Netflix, right? I like it so far. The truth be told, I didn't think I was going to. I didn't know what was going on, truthfully. Um, but I'm liking it so far. Either way. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's a good enough buffer. But I guess because it still had, like, well, I don't want to tell the story, but it still had a loss in it and things like that. I think that's what gets to me. Um, I don't know my heart. My heart. And so, child, I ended up, what did I end up watching? Right before I later, I actually put, I put something on my phone, but it was cartoon, like, it was animated. I'm talking about child, child, child. Like, it was for a baby. It was not Coco Melly. Okay, it was absolutely not JJ off of Coco Mountain. But, um, you know, like I just, I had to, y'all let me get this in here. But either way, because I was about to say that um, 
Dang it, not the Collins. It was, uh, oh, just like seeing, hearing thing. I think that's what I was about to say. And so it made me think automatically of manifest before I said it out loud. And I was like, okay, am I going there or not? But I just had to mention it because all I'm here to do every week really, again, is to pour out and share with y'all like my thoughts, all these like thoughts that just fly all on through here. Um, I pour out my heart, but my heart is really through my thoughts too. They're really connected. Um, and also connected to my spirit. Like that's my, you know, holy trinity within self, um, which all pours down into my soul. Like my soul is like the the outer shell. I mean, here's my flesh. Y'all got that cool. But um, working on it, by the way. I told you about this double chin that can crept up in here. This double chin that worked its way back. I just ate it back. I just, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Even though y'all ever have real bad cheat days and, um cheat week cheat month whatever and um <laughs> and like get on the scale and be like oh that's not as bad as okay all right now okay <laughs> okay stay i ain't even know that you did okay right um but that is still a part of y'all know i was gonna take it back i wasn't just saying that um that goes back to a part of you feeling entitled to mistreat you follow me so if we think about any of us that I'm trying to make sure I choose my words carefully here because I don't want you to like disconnect from what I'm saying because it took me a while to even think that I even fell into this category at all where it was like you know no I don't have like a eating what is it, a disorder right so eating eating disorder could be under eating overeating anything between or having the relationship with food you know like a lot of us to do Prime example, follow me. I promise I'm not. And you remember, we ain't judging here. We got to talk it out. We got to have these uncomfortable conversations so that way we can, you know, make some sense of it in order for us to move, work through it and move past it, right? To, to do better. And so it took me some time to realize, like, because I like that the verbiage changed about it, where I started seeing where it was like, you know, let's even just if like, um, you know, we were on IG and it's like sponsored. So sponsored, um, and it'll be like a, I was about to say um, a commercial, but an ad, an ad that'll say like, oh, you know, need to change your relationship with food. And you're like, girl, <laughs> no, no, I don't be feeling like I got to go to sleep with no bucket of chicken. Calm down. Right. But let me tell you what I say. Embrace humility. So because that's a, that's definitely something about Benin. I don't know if I don't know if people can really pick that up about me, but it's something absolutely on my mind. We talked about, oh, let's come on back. We're going to bring this back. We're going to bring it back. And then I'm thinking about it because I wanted to do a check-in anyway. Um, and I'm going to see how long ago that particular show was, but it was about like our personal resumes. Remember that? Ooh, shaking the table. Um, and so on my personal resume, for sure, is, is humility or humble. For sure. For sure. First of all, God always makes sure he humbles me. Okay. Keeps me humble, but I'm very grateful for it because I really, I think, I don't know if I embraced it. And I, it's really just because I can't remember, but I don't know if I embrace it as much as I do now, but for as long as I can remember, I've just embraced being humble. Like, oh, I'm losing this. Okay, Lord. Ooh, okay. It must be for a reason. All right. And just, even if I got to walk through with my head down, like, ooh, ouch, 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 ouch. Right. Um, you know, you kind of just take it when you know it's going to be worked out for your good anyway. Um, but here about, so the relation with food, right? Like I said, like that a lot of us really deal with and it's about us just acknowledging it. So when we think of like, okay, I did, I'm gonna go back. I'm not even gonna go recent yet. So back in when I was in college. And so I'd be like, oh, 
Girl, no, you getting past that? You got a what on what? First of all, you went to class. Moving on. Um, I told y'all I worked a career level job in college, so don't do that. Don't try me. Don't do that. And plus, I had um, started off with very early morning classes. That wasn't my, oof, I shouldn't have did that. But they need to also allow freshmen to be able to change that. Like they want freshmen, oh, go to 8 a.m. classes. No, I'm tired. I'm, I'm asleep in. That was when I could sleep. Oh, child. I could sleep late here. Now I'm up, but I'm tired. I need my naps. It doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, I got this. Okay, I did this thing. Like something that, you know, working toward that's good. Because I would think it had to be good. I couldn't just talk myself into like, oh, you, you know, straightened up your dorm room. No, like I actually did something. I made an achievement or, um, you know, made a stride at work as well as with school. Like, okay. And it's been some weeks or some time. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> honey, I would... <laughs> Cause I just thought about it. Cause I talked to my friend that's from originally from Ohio, and he moved here, and then he think that he knows some good chicken spots and stuff. But he wasn't around for Sunnies in Northwest Plaza, Northwest Shopping Center. Sunnies, that chicken box, okay, the fried chicken, okay. You had a fries, but sure, whatever. The mom was so oof, ooh, I got yeah, okay. Take me back, we'll take me back. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Um, so that was I'll be like, okay, boom, right? I get some sunnies perk. Like, okay, let's get it. That is something like because you think nothing of it. Of course, at a young age, like not thinking about whatever. Honey. And mind you, I'm sure I had that habit way before then too, but really just in, you know, stepping truly into my independence and all that. Um, this habit has definitely followed me and grown of just the idea and concept of like, oh, I did a good thing. Let me, you know, treat myself, treat myself to something. And it means as far as like food. No, no that's not how it goes. Now I'm not saying like right now, like literally I told you I've been eating crazy. So I'm not talking about anything that I have gotten out of my system that I've worked, you know, completely away from getting all like, no, I am still fighting. Like, I am not at my goals, y'all. At some point, I was so present. I probably shouldn't have posted it because maybe it would have held me more accountable. I had actually broken a threshold. Um, I've stepped back over, away from that threshold since then. But, you know, like, I'm definitely in this struggle right now. So don't think that I'm talking about something like, oh, you got to break your relationship with food and thinking that it's a treat because I did it already. No, I haven't. <laughs> Um, I'm working on it though. And, and at the least, I'm taking the first step. Okay. First step in that 12 step program, of course, is, is to acknowledge that you have a problem. And I'm realizing that, that that's, you know, what it is. And I'll be like, oh, you know, or, you know, even if it's on the flips, oh, I ain't feeling so well. So ugh, let me just binge out you. But we think that that's all it is. But really sometimes it's when we're doing well, even so much. Here's the very backwards part about it, because this is in more recent, excuse me, more recent times where it's like, oh, I'm doing well. As far as like, you know, either it's, you know, dieting or portion control or, you know, working out or whatever the case may be. And so if I do have a craving of something, you know, this, mm, that I know might set me back a little bit, but I'm not going to think about it like that. I'm just going to think like, oh, I got a little taste for it. So let me, let me, right. Um, that. The, even then, we'll talk ourselves into like, oh, I can, I can have a little treat, la cheat. I get it. Don't get me wrong, but I, 
Because, oh, we did actually touch on this before because then it was about what are you, or at least, I don't know, maybe I've just had this conversation somewhere, but, um, you know, like what are you losing versus what you're gaining? And that's not just the weight, you know, if that's your goal, because I know for some people it's about losing and gaining weight or, um, you know, muscle toning, all of that, right? Um, It's just overall, like your mentality coming back to your mental about it. We know that everything is all, everything all up in here. It's all up, feel like Martin, it's all up, all up in here, right? It's, it's the head for me. All right. <laughs> the brain, the mind is where I was going for that. I missed that one. I, ooh, I shot that one out the ground, out, out the air. Um, I digress, a little off. But, uh, but yeah, like we know that it, it really always boils down to the mentality of, you know, how it is that you think that you can treat or even mistreat yourself, right? And then over time, this is just, this is my theory. I think that over time, you then develop this sense of entitlement to be able then to treat or mistreat yourself. And so if you think about that just for yourself, then imagine what other people think about. So the example that I was thinking about, it's kind of getting to earlier, which is where, because it talked about, it touched on like some sense of like permanency, right? Um, uh, That was like a part of the definition of inherently, right? And so we think that if I have like a, a, a quick interaction with someone and will take it as like, you know, oh, they're mistreating me, they're rude or nasty or unprofessional, whatever the case may be, um, toward me. We know that it's not personal. That's how we got into the conversation about that people, you know, so just the the general broad, I mean the the um specific general statements of people, individuals, things like that, um, that they have their own stuff. And so, but they don't they also don't realize in that exchange and in that interaction that they Come, it's the mis-exchange of um, a sense of permanency um, that, you know, because when, when you mistreat someone, it is something that can be a lasting impression. I think we could really step out to say that it is a lasting impression uh, regardless. And so it, whether if they meant it or not, because then that's when we get into the conversation about intent, um, that's the thing, because here it is that we're talking about the entitlement right? It never even touches on if people mean it or not. So when we talk about intentions and intentionality, like everything that you do should be intentional. But we know that sometimes, like I'll be honest, in one of my most sincere prayers to God, it's been like, Lord, I am just now, do not be alarmed. I don't mean anything like suicidal because I really feel like I'm that open on here that I would admit that if that's where I was going. But literally my words, and I was just so grateful that God knows where I was going with that, even if I couldn't really, I couldn't even utter it. All I, like the rest of it, all I got out was like, God, I am just so tired of life right now, right? I didn't mean anything like, you know, ending anything. I promise I I know what that feels and, you know, what those thoughts and all that, um, what that thinks and feels like and looks like for me. But that's not what I meant. It was literally like one of my most sincere thoughts, you know, to God recently was, you know, Lord, I I'm a little tired. Okay. I'm a little tired of stuff right now. And so I I think that that's a key piece in when we decide to one, become more aware of the entitlement, the sense of entitlement that we seem to take on or that we um, 
exercise or or practice and rehearse of and building up the habit um, of rehearse the habit rather than building up into the sense of entitlement of whether to treat or mistreat ourselves, right? And so then even thinking about other people. So mistreating, treating or mistreating other people, um, we know that again, it's about intent, but we know that intent is not always conveyed clearly. Um, and so when, you know, things are controversial, which we will get into a little bit. I'm very excited. Um, but, you know, when things can be misconstrued, um, that then w- intent kind of almost comes off the table as far as being able to really argue your point. You really, I think we have to absolutely practice the point of um really dealing with and even I say defending what's on the table, like what's on the surface, even though I know we all want to, and the point is to, you know, get beneath the surface and understand and kind of hash out some things. Sure. But it doesn't mean to ignore what's on the surface. So when things are questionable, when you've done wrong, you know, when you have mistreated someone, it is absolutely okay. (laughs) I like chicken. I love church's chicken. She's ghetto. She's very ghetto. Um, That's my mama, y'all. She's, she's so ghetto for saying it. Um, We literally just drove past church chicken the other day she's very good though but um it was very good though church chicken is very good moving on um but you know like when we think about that when we are in a place where we need to defend one of our actions um our thoughts especially if we have publicized our thoughts um that then we have to address what was said what you know, the different perspectives that could be taken, um, of the different conclusions that could be drawn. Uh, we have to consider all of that. You can't just be like, well, I'm sorry. Sorry you was hurt. No, sorry. If you don't know, that's not how that goes. You absolutely have to consider what was said or and or done, the damage that could possibly be uh, caused by what was said and or done. Then again, all of those other things. So it takes so much. We know, and I can't, I wish I could think of something I've seen kind of, I think in like meme form or something recently on social media um, where, you know, it's like the just, but I know it's just a general concept anyway of just the fact that it takes, you know, it should take more work or double your um, efforts in like rendering or remedying um, the, the, a situation than how much effort and energy it took to, you know, do the damage, something like that. Like, that's absolutely true. Like you have to put in work and effort in doing so. And so you, y'all, we just have to do so much better, but it's okay. It's okay that we have to do much better. Cause then I just, you know, what I always say to that, that proves that there's more life to live. There's more learning, um, and loving, you know, to do and to give and to share. Um, and so it's really for us, again, like I said, to get into these uncomfortable conversations, to to hash these things out, because a lot of us are dealing with some type of trauma, treat, uh, mistreatment, pain, and all of that in between. Okay. And so then, of course, it's addressing people's entitlement to doing so. Okay. So anywho, um, we're going to commercial break. We will be right back. And when we are, y'all, I got a little surprise for y'all. So stay tuned. Here I go. <laughs> 
ain't nowhere to board a train, you damn stupid nigga. Well, he might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. Open it. We're gonna play for you our first tune. It's called Let's Start What We Have Come Into the Room to Do. Right on. Here goes. How to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Admit it. I'm like it with the blam blams. and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there, commercial, shout out, anything, and sponsor one of the great shows that's on the Exposed Radio. Hey, y'all. Miss y'all. All right. I can miss y'all. I just want y'all to know that. Like, in case somebody thought that was crazy, like, I legit can miss people and be right there. I don't know what that's about. I literally look at pictures of my daughter while she's sitting there sleeping. It, it, anyway, it doesn't matter. Y'all can judge me if you want to, but this is a non judgmental place. So it's really crazy when you to judge me. It's fine. Um, either who, um, I told y'all when we came back that I would have a very special surprise that I'm excited about because we about to, we were just talking about like uncomfortable conversations or anything that can be like controversial or anything. So y'all know we got some stuff going on, but I'm not even going to mention it until I introduce none other than Keisha. Let me tell y'all, okay? There is, okay, on BeExposedRadio.com, like I mentioned earlier, there's the B News, honey. And you want to enjoy yourself, okay? You want to, I'm sorry, treat yourself and enjoy these articles that are coming in, okay? And I'm telling y'all right now, Keisha has not, not disappointed in any piece that she has shared, okay? So most recently, um, 
She has written a piece uh, entitled Daddy's Home in reference to Bill Cosby. So we're going to get into talking about that. But before we do, I definitely want to bring in Keisha um, and allow her to just introduce herself to, uh, I'm sorry, introduce herself to y'all, forgive me, um, and just tell y'all a little bit about her. And we about to get into some stuff. Okay. So welcome, Keisha. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, can you, I don't want to pronounce your name wrong. And I bet, is it Bonilla? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Usually butcher my name. You have no idea. That's not okay, good. me or Nini or something. Because child, but okay. yeah, that is correct. So, thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, thank you for thank having you, me so Nini. much. Um, I enjoyed um, what I've watched thus far on your show. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, I am I'm not new to the Big Exposed family. Uh, I have was there for let's say about a year more, year and a half. I don't even remember now. <laughs> um, we had a show there for quite a while, um, so I enjoyed that. So I, I I know what's happening over there. So I'm, congratulations to you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I've enjoyed the writing portion uh, with uh, journalism uh-huh. uh, that this new opportunity now that's been given to to me from Big Expos and um, Monty. Uh, I I talk anyway. You know, I'm very opinionated, opinionated. So writing it down isn't necessarily too hard for me to do. Yeah. Um, so when you know when we see something and you know we we have a lot to say about it, hence this Bill Cosby conversation. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not hard to jump on that uh, right away. That's why you know when when we put it out there, we decided to tag team because mm-hmm. everybody kind of wanted a piece of the piece of the pie when it came down to that one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, uh, well, actually, no. We're tag teaming on the other one. We're oh, yeah, I thought you were referring to that, Shakari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're tag- But uh, we had we discussed we so many. I've had this conversation with so many people. It, it kind of is merging. Everybody kind of has their own. Everybody's opinion. You can't absolutely. not be. It's America's day. Mm-hmm. You know. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, thank you. Of course, of course. And again, thank you for being here. I mean that. I've been very excited. Um, just at the thought of it, like, oh my gosh, is she gonna be on here to talk about this? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So let's get on into it. So, okay. Um, and so your piece is entitled Daddy's Home, right? Mm-hmm. And so it gives a feel already just at the title of like, okay, this somebody that's all for him coming home, that's all for you. Know, and I'm I'm asking, you know, of course, for the for the general public for mm-hmm. anyone, I'm sure that anyone may um, either be viewing now um, or even catch the replay, and it might be before, but anyone that's catching the replay, definitely treat yourself first and go and read the article um, before you get into this conversation, just saying. Um, but, you know, again, so I'll just ask, you know, questions, of course, for folks that may not have um, read the article yet, but I have a couple times. Moving on. Um, <laughs> and enjoyed it. So, Daddy's Home is is what the title of the article is. So, just make it clear for the well, people. First off, first off, let me say that was two things. One, I thought he was going to change that title. I have made every title that I send is something, you know, I don't know, being extra. But I always prefer <laughs> like, you can change this if right. you want. <laughs> he told me just that he didn't. Okay. Um, I love it, but I also don't want to, you know, I want to be controversial to some extent, but I don't. Okay. Um, this one, it was kind of like, let me set the stage now. Mm-hmm. So if you don't feel comfortable, get out of here. That's exactly why. Yep. Yep. I what we're about to do here. So uh-huh. don't do it. You've already clicked. Thank you. So that clicked. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, I, it's not about, it's not about 
the, the, the title. It's not necessarily about support or not support. Okay. Thank the you. question is, am I glad that he's home? Yes. Okay. It's not about what he did or what he okay. didn't do, okay. but I am glad that he's home. I would be glad that any black man comes home. Okay. I'm okay. going to be glad about that regardless. Gotcha. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to be happy with what they did. And hopefully there's some sort of um, repentance or some sort of, you know, uh, plan in motion. So that whatever happened doesn't happen again. All of okay. those great things come in line. But I just, so many of our black men are behind bars. So many of our black fathers are behind bars. You know, um, I did a, a show here called Taking Fathers a while ago mm-hmm. on Be Exposed. And it was such a powerful show. And and I really um, feel some kind of way about that. My uncle Frank had been locked up for 40 some odd years. And he came home because, mostly because of him being sick. And I'm quite sure if y'all have watched anything with Bill Cosby in the news, he looks frail. You know, he looks pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the courthouse and I, and I wrote this piece called Taking Fathers, which led to the show. Because mm-hmm. I wrote this poem. And I'm saying um, to watch, it wasn't just my Uncle Frank. There was a whole row of guys that had come to court that day. So the judge could decide whether or not they should come home or not because they were either old or sickly. Wow. So to, to see a row of, of inmates, a row of, of our fathers and grandfathers mm-hmm. sitting there waiting to see what was going to be said, whether I didn't come home or not, was it was a huge, it was it was a huge weight. Mm-hmm. And then I seen um correctional officers coming up and holding cups of water as they tried to drink water out the cup and things like that. It was tormenting to see. So yes, this piece about Bill Cosby saying that daddy's home is um it's, it's huge for me for this reason, you know. Gotcha. And I, I definitely, I appreciate that perspective and I appreciate the clarification because again, like the, I love that the title isn't necessarily leading for, for me, I'll say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I'm really, really excited just for anybody, even feel free, anyone, if you're going to either pause now, go read the article I'm okay with and then come back, say some stuff and our last like, um, moments that we were going to get into this um, conversation. Um, but even for anyone that'll catch the replay of the show, do not hesitate to like comment and just give your thoughts and all of that. Like I will love, 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 love for everyone to chime in um, either in real time or even after the fact. But um, <clears throat> I say like, uh, for, again, for myself that the title is not misleading per se, but I really, really appreciate that you just clarified um, you know, your perspective, your take on even just the title alone. Like we literally haven't even gotten into the article yet, just but you said literally a mouthful, not even just a mouthful, but a heart full, you know, like just of what it means for him to come home. And the fact that um something that we've talked about on the show sometime throughout this year has been um that you're absolutely since we're talking about entitled and entitlement uh for the topic today. Um, but before now that um, you're entitled to feel, you know, simultaneous feelings and and, and re, uh, responses to something. So you can absolutely, because I'll, I'll get into just what some of my feels are, because I'm not even fully sure of what all of them are. But just again, just at the title of it and hearing what you said that I now, it, it just enlightened me re- really to say like, oh yeah, you know, I can absolutely be okay with like him coming home. Sure. Like again, a black man, a black father, sure. Um, and then still absolutely, I know I'm firm absolutely on the thought that, you know, don't agree with, I don't like even mm-hmm. just as allegations. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it helped me not to be stuck 
there, right? And so even right. from what we've talked about early on in the show of like mistreatment of people rather than even mistreatment of self is sometimes allowing yourself to stay stuck in your thoughts and in your place and in your opinion um, mm-hmm. and perspective of things. And it's always about talking. Like I said, it's always if there's more life to um, live, then there's more learning to do. And so then it, life is always about continuous learning. And so learning, of course, then to, you know, learn stuff just to kind of hold it there and stay in it mm-hmm. within your own box and bubble. But, you know, to broaden your perspective and, and you know, just your vision. So I appreciate that. So then to get into um, the article, then um, again, you've already said that, you know, you are in, if, and if in any support of anything else is about just the fact of him coming home. And so then that go more into kind of what you gave us in the article. It's up to you of just how you want to share it. You don't worry about like staying on like some type of, you know, topic, however you share. Um well, see, the thing is, I, all right, so let me go. I'm going to segue into the article by a post that I made. Okay. Um, the post that I put up was an interview about the situation with um, Judge Joe Brown. Okay. I'm not sure if you saw that yes. video or not. Okay. okay. So, so I just got I feel like, okay, right. So <laughs> that's why I would decide to use that to explain okay. the, because it kind of, the two are the same. Gotcha. And, um, I'm not I'm not going to fight or put my head on the chopping block for Bill Cosby. I wouldn't have did it Thank if you. he was home. I wouldn't have did it if he was in jail. I'm not going to do that. That being said, I'm not totally, you know, like the, the fire is not a fire kill him either because I kind of agree with some of what Judge Joe Brown said. Uh-huh. And I think the largest issue for me, what is the time? Mm-hmm. And I've dealt with elderly people for quite a while. Okay. And uh, I've I've did CNA work for so many years, oh, and I've wow. had people who um, had Alzheimer's and things like that. They will be stuck. They'll be stuck in a time. Wow. And I've learned over the years that I have to interact with them mm-hmm. as if I am in the sixties or the fifties or the forties, because that's where they are. Mm-hmm. And in order for this interaction between me and this person to to go the way I wanted to go, case in point, if I have to give this woman uh, um, a shower and she doesn't know me and she's not used to a black woman coming in there doing this that, and the other or vice versa, okay. I have to respect where she is mentally and yeah. have to come at her, you know, I'm just here to help your daughter sent me here. It's a conversation that you have, especially with, with, um, with um, Caucasian women of sorts. They have to feel like they that that you not just work for them, but they own you, for lack of a better word. Now, is that something that I would want to do or you would want to do? Absolutely not. not do I want to stand here and be arguing back and forth with this old lady? No, I don't. <laughs> I want her to get a bath so she can go to bed and I can go sit down and play on my phone for the rest <laughs> of my eight-hour shift. You know, this is what it is. Right. So I've learned to do that. Okay. Saying the same thing, Bill Cosby is sitting it or was sitting in jail or and, and being convicted about things that he did 30, 20, however many years ago. Yeah. During a time that most, if not all of these things were accepted. Mm. This is my only okay. argument. Okay. He is not or did not do this during the time. The argument that me and Marnie was having on that post was because he said, um, well, even though these things were acceptable after a person is incoherent, or they are, you know, drunk or high, they're no longer able to give consent. I absolutely agree with that. 
But mm-hmm. those laws recently changed. Right, right, got it. That was not the case. Right. 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So to me, I think it is so unfair because now we are coming at him from a 2000, at that time, what, 18, 19 mentality in the courtroom. When his mindset was 20 years ago, this was okay. Now you're saying it is not okay. And that is okay, but that's not fair to hang this man for something that was not frowned upon Mm -hmm. at that time. That's my only... Dilemma. It's a very good argument. Very, very good point, actually. And it's because you it's because you opened up this part of it with that of the timing and of just what was acceptable in that time of you know of the act or acts, allegations, whatever it's called. Um, well, I guess he's been convicted, so not even allegations, but either way, just the the timing of the acts and um all of even the the other outside allegations. Same. I know he was coming. I was waiting to see how long. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to sit there and let me. I tried. I tried. You tried. I didn't <laughs> think uh, But yet, like, I just didn't even think. Uh, I'm sorry, not that I didn't think, but um, just to think about that. So the fact that you opened with that, then I could hear other things that you're saying, truthfully. Um, and I, I, it definitely slips my mind of just one particular point that you made. Um, but I was like, ooh, I'm glad she actually said the timing and that we're thinking back when this was, you know, acceptable and in a sense. Um, and let me let me clarify that. Didn't say it was legal. Right, right. I was I was getting I was definitely, it was legal. Definitely that's, why, that's why I got I, on here to clear that part up. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I was literally <laughs> definitely getting there because I know whatever it is that you said, I thought about like, okay, well now we're talking legal versus acceptable. And we mm-hmm. always know, well, not always, but we know that for as long as we ever I guess existed that it's always been like this tug of war between what's socially acceptable so the social norms mm-hmm. versus what's legal we get that I mean heck we could even think about not to I know Shakari I know baby but just to think about that you know what's mm-hmm. acceptable and what you know people want to go to bat over something as a social norm or what's acceptable you know in our minds versus what's legal or at least as long um as far as abiding by rules so right. we, we definitely you know get that so we know that's just been a tug of forever i ain't gonna tell y'all how now i'm just i'm gonna I'm say it and i'm gonna slide away from it because i know money might want to mute me but um it made me think of like um it is it's it's one of those like it's funny how because i really wish i, I could think of what you said verbatim when i rewatched the show i'm like dang it that's what it was but um and it made me think of the fact that of just how because it made me also consider shikari and her situation of just how they will set things up and then set us up you know, mm-hmm. kind of like to fail in a sense. So the fact that you said, like you said, these, um, you know, laws and, and, and rules and all that have it, since changed, mm-hmm. right? And so then all of a sudden, then it's like, oh, is that why, you know, if, where did the push come from for people to come, you know, out and, and, and to speak these allegations toward him? Because if he could not have been convicted for any of it, would that still, like if these laws and rules had never changed, if it was still acceptable, um, then would we have seen this big blow up if he couldn't well, go I down? Think so. I think so. Cause you got to remember to my knowledge and, and I'm quite sure money, correct me if I'm wrong. It came from a comedian making a joke. This was, this was not, not saying that wow. these things were said already, but it became a conversation again because wow. of uh, what is the comedian name? The, um, I'll get that. But he, he had made a joke about it and it, 
that like clip kind of went viral, which brought the conversation back up. And then women was like, you know, that is true. So mm-hmm. forth and so forth. The only reason why they were not speaking was because of the statute of limitation. They knew that they gotcha. couldn't do anything. Gotcha. Once they found a woman that was still under the line mm-hmm. of that statute of limitation and she spoke, now they can come in support mm-hmm. of her, but he couldn't be tried. Gotcha. Right. And I, I appreciate that. That's go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying. So to your question, would it have still um, taken place? I think it would have still taken place, but it, it would have been uh, uh, the same thing. Just uh, a cracked assassination, but it probably would not have been jail time. OK. OK. There we go. See, that's a good point. Oh, and so we have someone in support of what you said. Keisha, um, Adrian said, I agree that it's good he was released from jail due to his age and health. Mm-hmm. So to- totally get that. And so then I guess that just along with what you literally just said was that maybe, you know, it was uh, earlier in the show I mentioned or just like us like imagining different outcomes and, and results of, of certain situations. And maybe, maybe it would have been the fact that there was no jail time, but dealing with reality of what is, is that he did, you know, get jail time. And so I'm going to pause for a second, though, just to say that, um, as I always make this point, just in talking about any type of, especially when we're talking about either anything in the area of, you know, rape, molestation, incest, anything like that. I want to clear something up always. I always take the time to say this, that it is not fair. And this is for no one, nothing that has been said here, but it's just on my mind to say for anyone listening that when we talk about just um, mentioning that the statute of limitations and just when we talk about timing, because I didn't know where you were about to go at first. And so I appreciate earlier when you spoke to just the timing of what was acceptable back then and things like that, because um, I thought you were going the area of where a lot of people, this is what I mean about us getting stuck, that a lot of people open their mouth and say something so ignorant and File, foul that, um, you know, what took them so long to say anything? Why would they do that? And so I absolutely appreciate to, to speak to the article is that where you took the, I was actually, I thought I was going to ask this question, but just to mention that I appreciate the fact that you said in no way am I victim blaming, because I mm-hmm. think that no matter what our opinion is about this scenario, any other case or scenario, it is never our place to victim blame or victim shame mm-hmm. simply because just because, and it's literally a period after because, because of the fact that um, you cannot speak to, uh, Moni, weren't we just talking about this, that you can't say what, you can't tell me what my trauma looks like. You can't tell me, you know, what, you know, what I have been through, what that did to me, what that response time could be for me, you know? So it is just very important. And I just thought to mention that there for anybody, like I said, just viewing now, um, and when we go on, because I know there's, there's always a conversation started, this is probably going to be a topic for a, a good while now, just for people to hash out. And I just want us to, as we are spreading more information and, and knowledge and facts, um, and as we know that an opinion um, is inserted all in between there to be very clear about that, I'm asking for anyone to be sure that in these conversations you will have about this particular topic with Bill Cosby or any other that you are very clear about that, that it is, you have to take that off the table. You cannot, don't even come into a conversation about this, at least with me, to start off by saying, you know, well, what took them so long? That, you know, lost me. You lost me already. But, so. okay, well, let me, but then let me say this though. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Into that. Um, because there are questions. Okay. That, which was the reason for me to say, I know that, you know, some may look at, at this as victim blaming. Gotcha. Um, and that, and no, I am not victim blaming. Right, right, right. But you have to give space for those because see, it's now public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Now, given that to us, when you decided to 
tell your story mm-hmm. and that is your right to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I say this, and I said it in the, in, in the, um, the article, mm-hmm. you know, they, they are going to tell their truth the way they remember it. It's true. It's not about being right, wrong, or indifferent, as will he. Right, right. But I do have questions. Okay. Because from the outside looking in, based on what the many women are saying, there are women who have um, been, it's been um, proven that they lied. They've admitted that they lied, you know. It's been women that their friends or, you know, other people have came, which we don't hear a lot about, but it is documented that they came and said that their that their friends were lying. Mm-hmm. So there's that's so what we but we harp on the it's 50, 60 women, but they're no longer 50, 60 women because some of those women have been proven to be not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which then leaves room for question. Yeah. That's yeah. it. The same way if we're going to demonize and discredit Mr. Cosby. Mm-hmm then why can't we demonize and discredit those that were lying? Now, that, so, there you go. There's yes. room for now the conversation to be had both ways. Now, we're going to uh-huh. stand with you. Uh-huh. That's no problem. Uh-huh. But once your stories start to fall apart, yes. now we start to question. Now, if, if, if Bill Cosby or other people were saying something, we start, well, they do have a point. Now, we mm-hmm. we are no longer as strong against or for in our position uh-huh. when you start uh-huh. having those questionable things. And there were things that happened that were questionable. Absolutely. My issue, and I remain with, is I, it doesn't matter what I think. Okay. I can assume and I can think and I can say and I can feel. That's why Monty called it an opinionated piece. <laughs> okay. okay. Because it's okay. my opinion. Is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I could be loud and wrong. <laughs> and let me tell you, that's okay. It is. That you know, I, I, was, I wasn't there. Uh-huh. What y'all are telling me. Absolutely. And we can only go by whose story sounds more credible. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Thank you. And for at this that. point, mm-hmm. he's been consistent in his no. Yeah, yes. All of y'all have not been consistent in your yes. Right. So <laughs> I mean, that's just it. No, yes. Seriously, it's it. That's a, a very, very strong argument and very good point and just very eloquently put because it's that's all I ever really care about. It's like you said, it really doesn't matter if, you know, if all of us agree, some of us agree, some of us disagree. It does suck, though, because, again, some people I just I get upset and I get frustrated where people get stuck. Don't get mm-hmm. stuck at. Oh, my goodness. He was you know, he was um, a Dr. Huxtable. OK. Oh, OK. Don't get stuck there. You lost me. Don't sh- don't the crazy thing is, he was Dr. Huxtable when he was giving him the pills based yeah. on what y'all was saying. Yeah. We loved yeah. him the most. We loved him the most okay. during his worst, if you want to really take okay. it. Okay, just come that. on. So let's talking. not do that. Let's that's, not do that. That's, that's what I'm what saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So that's why I appreciate that you said it doesn't even matter if we agree, disagree, and all of that. Like I said, I get frustrated on where we get stuck. Um, but it really does dwindle down to, you know, trying to gather the facts, um, to piece the stories together because it is all of us from the outside looking in as far as what the consensus of the stories are is that, you know, there was some, you know, drug included. So, of course, there's some mind, some loss of memory or something. So they don't necessarily even have a full story either for the most part. And then, like you said, up, uh, up against his consistent and strong no. So it, it's, it's very difficult. Then you have other people, because I know people can um, and have questioned like, well, if, it's, if his wife's still bad, I'm like, 
Absolutely. So if he was sentenced to 10 years, you would want him to come home in three? He's going to come home. It's not about what I want. No, no, no. I wanted Bill Cosby to come home because I wanted a black man to come home. That's just what it right. is. And that's the reason. So, I'm asking the same. No, but you're asking me, do would I have wanted Donald Trump to come home? Donald Trump to come home in three years? No, I would not have wanted Donald Trump to come home in three years. Would I be upset if he did? No, I wouldn't. Mm. Okay. I'm not going to be upset. No, I'm saying I'm just telling you the truth. I would not. No, that's a good that's, answer. I'm it is a good question answer. Earlier, I would have been You care? I don't. I would have been pissed. I would have bu- pushed everything off my desk. We know. <laughs> <laughs> We're very clear about. This. <laughs> There's no. But that's what I'm saying. I have no care in the world for Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought it was somebody knocking my door. So no, I I would not have. But I, I wouldn't have been distraught. Yeah. I wouldn't have been distraught, especially if Donald Trump looked like what Bill Cosby looked like walking out that door. At the end of the day, that's somebody's father. And guess what? Most of these men, even the ones who asked that we know did it, still have people who love them. Yes. Remember, when they go to jail and they get locked up, their family members are, are hurting too. Their yeah. kids, their family, they're hurting too. So when I say daddy's home, that's somebody's father. Yeah. That's somebody's husband. Mm-hmm. That That's peace for them too. Yeah. Though I might not want them to come home, they're not coming with me.